everyone and welcome to another episode of the Business Discord and today we're going to be talking a little about the first online semester that I just had. So just to give some backstory, spring 2020 was the first online semester, fully online semester that I believe most of us will have ever taken and you know going into fall 2020 now you're going to want to know some things because Generally, it's, you know, easier to learn what a semester was like that hasn't happened before uh, from someone who's just gone through it rather than, you know, having to go through it firsthand. So I'm just going to talk a little first about the websites you're going to need. So, you know, a lot of the thing with online is going to be where do I go for this? Where do I go for what? So the main thing is if you open your student portal and you go to your academic summary, you'll see D2L or Brightspace and you'll see Moodle. Now Moodle is just the normal courses that everyone's used to, the CMS as it's called, and the D2L uh, or Brightspace is uh, just literally another version of that and some courses use that, some courses use another one. Now what I recommend doing, like I heavily recommend doing this, is bookmarking all of the websites you have to use. And this is just really helpful because it will save you a lot of time if you really need to find something. So for example, in Firefox, there's a top sites function at the home button. And for me, I just have that to set to connect McGraw-Hill, which is something used for accounting, which uh, is also used for some other courses. I don't know which exactly, but it's you, uh, your professor will let you know. There's Adobe Connect where some lectures happen. Uh, some teachers like to use Zoom, some teachers like to use Adobe Connect, each prop has their own thing, but Adobe Connect was a huge one for me. And then Pearson, which uh, some of you might have already used before for accounting or other mathematical courses, but um, I have that bookmarked and there's also one, uh, I haven't checked it out yet because the new semester has just started for me as well, and it's Wiley something, Wiley Plus, and you know, Eventually, I'll be putting that onto my top sites as well so that all the websites I need for an online semester are just right there. It's a huge thing to do this. Like, it genuinely is. Not because it'll just save you time, but it just helps you keep track of where you need to go. Um, I think, really, when the semester started, it was really difficult to understand where you had to be going right? Like, where was this class going to have its lecture? Where did I have to go for this class? Well, where's this course? Where's that? So I just wrote it down on a piece of paper on the side. So for example, when I had compensation, which is admin 2906, I wrote down admin 2906, lectures are Adobe, and assignments CMS. So that's how I broke it down. And then I made a Google Calendar, which I recommend everyone do. Make a Google Calendar that's your classes and make a Google and on that same calendar, you can put, you know, when do you have a quiz? Like if you have a weekly quiz for a class, what time does it start? What time does it end? What time do you have something due? Like put your midterms down on it, your projects, put them in different colors so you know which one to go for. So for example, for me, my classes are green and my assignments are red. Uh, <laughs> red because it's in a very urgent looking color. But when you put on a color like red, that's a quote unquote very urgent color, um, you kind of know that when you look at your calendar, this is what I have and when do I have it. If you don't know how to use a Google Calendar, it's okay, it's pretty intuitive. 
um, you know, just go on to it and you'll figure it out like pretty quickly. If you have questions, uh, feel free to ask a friend or for the first two or three weeks while this episode is live, feel free to message us on Instagram and we'll get back to you there too. And once you have that, that little basic thing, a calendar and your bookmark slash most used sites ready to go, I think it's really important you know what to prepare for. So I'm going to talk a little about what I thought were the challenges of the online semester. And obviously there were also some benefits. So let's get like the biggest benefit out of the way straight away. I think the no traveling is probably the biggest benefit. Um, I know some people have really long commute times to the university campus. I myself for last semester had a 40 minute commute time. Uh, if I didn't miss a bus, but if I missed a bus, it would turn into an hour or even longer. And that can be really, <laughs> that that is really difficult to deal with. Like an online semester does make it easier. You don't have to commute an hour back and an hour going. So you save two hours every day. But I think kind of what happens with online then is, and not to highlight any single professor here, but some professors will just say, okay, well, you have more time because it's online, right? You're not wasting time going to classes in between classes. You're not eating lunch in between classes. You don't need a real break or anything, um, which is um, what I'm just saying is uh, what I believe is some, the assumption of some of the professors. And, you know, you'll just get a lot more work. I feel like I got a lot more work. It might have just been because, you know, it was a semester, you know, you're, you progress the semester. So every semester there's usually more work and the work is harder because as you go through, for example, your BBA, fourth year courses are obviously harder than first year courses. But I also still felt like I was being assigned more work than that professor would give normally. And having talked to some students who took courses in person versus online, they could agree that they were getting more work. So here's what I'd say have a discussion with your prof. I didn't have this discussion with my professors last semester, but I will be having this semester that, yeah, we're online, but it's still really difficult. And if they give us more work than they would uh, a class in person, then people are gonna struggle because online can mean, yeah, you have more time, but it can also mean that time just gets eaten up because for example, if you took five courses, and every prof gives you 10% more extra work. Well, that's 50% more work you're doing this semester online versus in person. And not having to commute doesn't really make up for that. So please talk to your professor. If you feel like they're going to assign a bit too much work, a lot of the professors that I've dealt with so far in my time in Algoma are really nice and they're really understanding and they're really empathetic. And if you have an issue, like a genuine issue with saying okay i feel like i'm burning out with all this work like you're giving us a weekly quiz and then you're giving us a weekly assignment on top of it and then you're giving us homework on top of that too and it's all from one course and then you have a three-hour class as well or even like an hour and a half class you're doing eight nine hours of work a week for just one course when you know some people take four five six right it's going to add up that extra percent of work just adds up and can really, really drain you. So with my one semester gone now, spring is already more consolidated than fall. So hopefully it won't be that bad. Maybe I just got it really bad because the spring semester is, if I'm not wrong, a month shorter. So maybe I just got it really bad. Uh, <laughs> but 
it is really it, it can become overbearing sometimes and you know what if you feel like you're getting too much work talk to some of the professors see if they're willing to help um just let it be known you need to talk about it because i think the biggest issue i made was not talking about the issues i was having in class and you know sometimes it was really difficult to do a quiz on time because for example i would just forget just because i'm not going to class that we have a quiz today and even after class if the quiz is 30 minutes after class for example i would just forget it would just slip my mind right so you know some it, i know it's hard for some professors but if you have to ask your prof hey could you please remind us by email uh, if they're willing to do it go for it it's really important that you know when things are constantly that is the thing i struggle with the most i did not i missed out on some assignments here and there for every course just because i would forget that we had it and you know if you were in class you wouldn't you you would know when and <laughs> when your class is where your class is and what the work for that class is just by being in class often but the lectures sometimes you can kind of forget that and it's easier to forget when you're you know sitting at home enjoying your time and then all of a sudden hey here's this lecture and hey oh my god i had an assignment due 10 minutes ago email the prof oh please could you give me an extension right um don't be afraid to ask for extensions if something's due in a week and you know for two three of those days like for example um you might have to go to the hospital to visit a family member you might have a really important event to go to that you can't cancel or you have prior commitments some professors will be really helpful not all of them and i'm not liable to i cannot be liable uh and say who is and who isn't a good professor um that is not something i want to <laughs> admit on a platform like this but you know it's important to talk to your professors it really is they're struggling and you're struggling too but you know if you guys help each other out if you talk with your professor it's a lot easier they'll understand what work they're giving is too much and what isn't um i think another thing you'll can struggle with and this is like a really really overarching topic it's a really big thing and like it kind of sucks is mental health right mental health gets a lot harder to deal with uh online and the reason this is that stress builds a lot quicker online it's maybe it doesn't build quicker but stress online is a lot more to deal with than in person and my theory for this is a it's not a scientific study but my personal theory is just this when you're in person and you're going to classes you're going to classes with friends you're going to classes with people on campus there are so many people you can talk to complain to have fun with you know and then when you walk outside there's restaurants near you that you can go to there's a park nearby there's a library nearby so you can go relax a bit Whereas when you're at home, I feel like, and this is at least what I did, is I would have a class, I would do the assignment, and I would feel really tired, and I would just start playing video games instead. And I feel like that what, for some people, it, that is a great way to release stress. For me, it eventually it started becoming a worse and worse way to release stress, and instead I started going out for walks. And when I started going out for walks uh, on Fridays or Tuesdays or every other day I would go for a walk and it would just be 
a lot easier that way. I would just put on some music, go for an hour-long walk, come back home, and you know what? I'd feel better. That fresh air, uh, and this is actually scientific, oxygen, fresh oxygen, just makes your brain perform way better. There's a YouTube video, and I do not remember the title right now, but if you find that YouTube video, it's basically just a person locks themselves in an airtight chamber for 30-45 minutes. And they talk about how a lack of oxygen will make your brain worse at performing logical functions and reasoning and you'll become less creative and you'll feel more tired. Then, uh, you know, just type into like oxygen deprivation into YouTube and I'm sure you'll find it. And it's a very, very good video on why you need fresh air. And, you know, <laughs> I, in my younger days, I really thought fresh air was just a joke, right? Like, I thought it was something old people would say, like, 70-year-old people would say, hey, you need fresh air. And I'm like, why would I need fresh air? Air is everywhere. But really, it's that oxygen concentration outside is a lot heavier than inside your house. And when you have more oxygen in your system, you'll just feel a lot better and more creative. I, I started, like, I would take my laptop out and I would just sit on the grass. And this is like in the middle of the evening, I would just write my essays, sitting in grass, breathing in fresh air. And I felt like my essays would come out a lot better that way. And at least anecdotally, they did. I would get better grades on papers I wrote uh, after getting some fresh air or while getting some fresh air than I would just, you know, after six hours of already sitting on my computer, doing even more work and more work and more work, like it gets really difficult. And that stress really builds up from online, uh, you know, not being able to go see your friends is huge, right? Especially because of COVID, you can't just as easily just go. And I think you when you pair COVID with online, you get a really stressful time. So what I started doing is I would just be like, hey dude, do you wanna play some games? Tell my mate. Right, like I just ask a friend, hey, do you want to play some games? Let's play some games right now. And just chatting with a friend while playing games together was a lot better than just playing on my own. Um, doing anything with friends, I'd be like, hey, dude, let's go for a walk. And I know my friend's been social distancing. I've been social distancing. I'll walk to his house and we'll just walk together, right? Uh, wearing masks, uh, being safe and obviously carrying all the precautions we can to stay safe. But just going on a walk with a friend is huge. It, it really is. Even if you have to stay a little apart and you have to wear masks and you have to distance yourself from people, just having conversation is so important. And that's what I think is really missing. That's what you, the biggest miss from now to the last semester, if you didn't take spring, being winter, where some of the classes were online at the end, but you know, um, you had your friends still. That's what I think the biggest miss really is. Like, just be really, really careful of the stress that can build up because all the stress can come out of nowhere. Um, and if it, it feels like it comes out of nowhere, but really it builds slowly and slowly. So I say every week, you know, make sure you're going on some walks, get some fresh air, make sure you're talking to people. You know, if you live alone, um, Find out which of your friends lives closest to you. If you have family, go do something with them. Because even if you just go outside to a restaurant on your own, you know, with precautions and everything, 
you go out to a restaurant on your own, it'll feel a lot, lot better to just be outside of the house. Like, I, I, <laughs> I hated being at home. I really did. Like, it was... I've never, I'm not an angry person, I really am not, but just sitting at home all day would make me so upset. And it wouldn't make me angry upset, it'd make me sad upset. And I'll be really open about this to anyone. You gotta watch out, you really have to watch out, because when you're doing all these online classes, you, I, you, you might start feeling really overwhelmed. I know I did, and I know I had to start releasing stress. So I, I would start calling my friends more often, I'd start texting a bit more. And what I started doing, which is actually something I maybe should have said a bit earlier, is designate a workplace and designate a time that in that place you're working and you're doing work and other times, you know, for example, this is better explained with an example. For example, if I have a laptop, that's where I do my work on. Well, what I'm going to do is if I sit on this table, the uh, table I've set up to be my study table, when the laptop is on that table, I will only work on it. I won't play games on it. I won't watch YouTube videos, nothing. If I want to listen to music, I'll listen from my phone. But when the laptop's on the table, it's work time. And that helps your brain compartmentalize where places are and what you're supposed to do in those places. Because the truth is, when you go to university and you go to a class, your brain recognizes I am in a place of learning, I am here to learn, and I am here to do work. So when you get out of that place, your brain's like, okay, well, I can turn off that side now. And when you're at home, you're working from home, you're doing your classes from home, that's what you'll really struggle with. And like, you'll struggle with it a lot. Because um, your brain can't say, okay, well, you were just playing games, and now you're working, and now you're playing games again. What, what is this supposed to be? What am I doing here? What? what, what? And you'll, you'll really explode a bit, right? So what I'll say is break things down. Like for me, I would put my glasses on uh, when I'm studying. Like normally I have to put my glasses on a little bit anyways. But if I want to play games, I would just take my glasses off. I will not wear my glasses while playing games when the university is also going on. And that's all, partly because I'm playing less games. So I don't mind, you know, the tiny minute amount of damage to my eyes personally. Uh, as much as just having that division of this is work and this is fun. When I take my glasses on, it's time to work. When I uh, put this specific artist on, it's time to work. Like, okay, and this is, I might upset some people, but Nav to me is like the most boring rap artist out there. But I have like over a thousand plays of his music. Why? Because I listen to him when I want to work. When I want to study, I'll put him on. Now, it's catchy enough to where my mind's still a little excited. It's, you know, just neutral enough for me not to be like, oh, yeah, this is such a banger and start dancing to it or something to where I can just concentrate. So breaking things down like this, it, it, it can be difficult. And it's very specific to each person. You know, for me, it was changing the way I dressed during working and during sleeping and playing. That was huge. Um, you know, listening to specific things like I'll watch Netflix on my phone. I won't watch it on my TV at all. Uh, sorry, my computer at all. And I won't watch anything, uh, you know, like YouTube on my computer at all. My computer is there for work. Now, if I want to play games on it, because, you know, I, I, as some of you might know, I built a gaming PC. What I'll do then is like, 
my computer can light up. So when my computer is in the color of red, that's work time. As I said earlier, work is like red is a very heavy color. It's a very, you know, active color. So when it's red, it's work time. But when it's blue, I'm playing games. So just these tiny, tiny little things that I started implementing halfway in through the spring semester just changed everything. And I'm going to continue doing those things this semester. I did learn some more things near the end of the semester, and I'm going to share some more of those things with you real quick. And, you know, this episode is mainly just me, and that's because I, other people have done the semester too, but I just want it to be a bit more personal this episode. So continuing on, right? What is it that I'm going to do this semester that I learned from last semester? Well, all these little changes about your workspace and your work environment and your work mentality, I'm going to continue those on and try to improve them if I can. Another thing is just keeping better track of the work you have to do. You know, I, I should have made some Google calendars a lot sooner. I should have put all my classes on Google calendar day one, week one, week two, not halfway in right not even halfway in i didn't mind actually like a month in but a third in even right so just uh, go i'm going to be trying to be a lot more efficient about these things um just keeping track of work is difficult so make whatsapp groups make discord groups right um that you have even if you're not close with someone in class right i became closer with some people in class because I would just ask them, hey, what time do we have this assignment? Uh, they'd be like, oh, I don't remember. Uh, and they would check because, you know, they were maybe a bit more free and they tell me. And then sometimes they'd ask me. And then after that, we would also just have some casual conversation and we'd become friends. Right. So do that. If you uh, want to, I would strongly, strongly suggest that you should make a class group like, uh, for example, 1206, which is Canadian business, if I'm not wrong. Canadian business group. So what you do, uh, and if any professor is listening to this, I suggest that you implement this or encourage your students to implement this. Um, I hope you don't find me too preachy about that. But if you have uh, a ton of other people in your class, it's not like just you and two other people, which it shouldn't be really. Um, just make a group, even if it's actually, even if it's actually just two other people, make a group. And on that group, just be like, hey, when do we have an assignment? Do we have an assignment this week? Someone will reply back. You'll reply back sometimes. It's a give and take. You know what? It's, you have to be 50-50 in that relationship of you ask things and you give things. And people will do the same because everyone is going to forget sometimes. So, you know what? If you don't see a reminder on Monday for an assignment that's due on Tuesday, um, you know, like a 20-minute quiz that you ha everyone had to do, then just say, hey, guys, I don't know if you've done this yet, but there is a 20 minute quiz. Uh, please do it. It's due this time tomorrow. And after that, you know what? You've done your part. Um, someone else will do it, too. The, you know, the good carries on. Everyone passes these things on. So that's one thing I'm really going to do this semester that I did late last semester. I'm going to make WhatsApp groups. I'm going to be in Discord groups. I'm going to be in groups just to not even for group projects or anything, just to say, hey, do we have an assignment today? I'm going to 
have you know if you don't have a friend in class that you can ask make a friend it's not that hard because everyone in university is really looking to learn about each other they're looking to learn more about people they're looking to grow and you grow from seeing all the people around you so yeah um i think those are the main things about an online semester i hope everyone has a better time with it uh just because of this episode that i initially did i wish i knew some of these things sooner um and you know if, if the episode at times sounds a bit all script um that's just because it is literally just me right now talking to a microphone and trying my best to explain how wild a semester my first online semester ever was and really to end it all i have to say is i cannot wait until covid is done with and the campus is open i really really hope it opens in winter uh, i'm looking forward to meeting all my friends again all the staff again all the profs again and you know the, a huge thank uh, shout out to all our sponsors um you can see them on opsbrampton.biz you know and i hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast if you have any feedback feel free to leave us some infer- uh you know feedback on instagram which is where we usually have the most interaction with our listeners so yeah i hope this helps you guys and thank you so much for your time stay safe and <laughs> be careful to just be careful help end covid sooner okay get rosa back on campus